Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. I want to go ahead and get into the Word and um, leave plenty of time for the Holy Spirit to work around this altar at the end of this service today. We're going, this is going to turn into a prayer service at the end, altar service. And we're going to seek the Lord together. But today, the title of the message uh, that I want to share with you is something that uh, I felt the Lord kind of stirring in my heart just a couple of uh, days ago, uh, just kind of reflecting on some things personally and then where we are as a church and what God is doing here uh, through this ministry. And uh, so I want, um, if you will, a title for the message today is The Heart of Christ, The Heart of Christ. Some of you want The Heart of Christ, The Heart of Christ. This word here that I believe God has put upon my heart to share with you is vital for us all if we have that desire to have the heart of Christ, to have the heart of Christ. That's a good prayer to pray each day, Lord, give me your heart. Give me your heart. And we need the Holy Spirit to take the word of God today and we need it to penetrate our hearts if we truly have a desire to be a church that has the mission to love God and to love all people. Listen, if we're going to be a church that loves God and loves all people, we need the heart of Christ. We need the Holy Spirit to take this word today and penetrate our hearts if we truly desire to be a church that loves God and loves people. If we, if we desire to be a church, a praying church, a place of hope for, for anybody from anywhere. There's no target group here we're looking for because everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. And so if we desire to uh, be a place of hope, if we desire to, to reflect Jesus by what he did when he came to this earth by seeking the lost and serving the suffering and sharing life together with others so they can grow spiritually, then we need to ask God today to uh, stir our hearts uh, to take this word and, and use it uh, for his glory to make us have hearts that reflect him. We need to ask the Holy Spirit today through the word of God that, that we can live this word out day by day as followers of Jesus Christ. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and take out your Bible. Take out your Bible. You, you really need to be bringing your Bible with you to church. Okay, let me say it again. You really need to be bringing your Bible with you to church. If you got your Bible with you today, whether it's on a phone or whether it's a real Bible, just raise it up real quick. Hold, hold it up in the air. Hold it up in the air. It'd be nice one day when every hand is up with a Bible or what you divide. I know a lot of people read the Bible through a device, but it's good to have your Bible. Your Bible is your sword that you fight with, and we've come to do battle today, and you need your sword to fight with. So take your sword out and open it up to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to actually be preaching a little bit from Galatians 6 and then 
uh, Galatians 6, chapter 1 through 3, and then right after I read that, I want you to just uh, go right over to the next book, which is a letter. They're all letters from Paul to the church, and then go into Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, 1 through 2. We're going to walk through these verses together here as the Lord, he leads us. So, Father, I pray right now, God, as your word is proclaimed, I pray, God, just a fresh anointing, God, over my voice and over the ears and the hearts of all of us that have gathered today. God, I truly believe this is your word for your people for this time. And I pray, God, it would be communicated in a way that's out of love and grace and mercy. And, God, our hearts would be moved to be a heart like yours. And we pray it all in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Galatians and Ephesians, those are, those are letters in the Bible that Paul, uh, he wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to the churches. And here in Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, Paul gives this encouragement here. He says, Brothers, if someone is called in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Now here we go. This is really where the, the, the meat of the message is. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Let me read that one more time. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Turn over to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. Ephesians, Paul again, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is writing a letter here and he's encouraging the church. And he says, be imitators of God. Man, we could stop right there and have a sermon. Be imitators of God. Therefore, as dearly loved children, live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Be imitators of God. Listen to me this morning, church. God has a desire for his church, his people, to imitate him. God has a desire that wherever you are at in your life, whether here at church and at home, at work, in the community, that you would imitate God, that you would imitate him, and the way you do that is by reflecting the heart of Jesus Christ. And one way to do that, one way to reflect the heart of Jesus Christ out of these two verses we see is to help to carry the burdens of other followers of Christ. One way that you can reflect the, the love of Jesus Christ, the heart of Jesus Christ, is to imitate God to those around you, and you can do that by care, helping to carry the burden of other followers of Jesus Christ. That'd be a good place to say amen right there. Now, I read a story recently about this mother that was in Taiwan, Liu Kuilan. You didn't know I could do that, did you? Liu Kuilan, the mother of a son whose name is Hu Jin. Hu Jin. This was a powerful story when I read it because this mother, uh, when she was raising Hu Jin, when he was two years old at home, 
he was playing in the house and he was on like a table that was kind of connected to a wall and he was standing on it and he fell from that table and he hit his head and he went into a coma and he stayed in that coma for six days and when he finally uh, woke up from the coma he was not able to talk and he was not able to walk he couldn't, he couldn't move and, and this mother uh, Liu Kui Lan she didn't have uh, she was a very poor lady didn't have any kind of resources financially to be able to carry her son to have the, the proper medical care given to him the proper uh, rehab that he really needed and listen to this now this, this mother in Taiwan, uh, Li Yu Kui Lan, she carried, she carried for 30 years, she carried her son on her back. Wherever he needed to go, whatever, uh, if she had to go somewhere, for 30 years, she literally carried him on her back. In fact, the, uh, the story read that she became so fragile in her own body where at times carrying him, she would fall herself because he really couldn't do anything for himself. And it got to the point where he was up to 185 pounds and this 65-year-old woman who only weighed 95 pounds was still carrying her son. And when they interviewed her and asked her uh, you know what was the will behind uh, her heart to carry her son for all these years her reply was this he ain't heavy he's family he ain't heavy he's family and it just reminds me that God's people ain't heavy we're family God's people ain't heavy we're family and so many people are walking around today like this mother here and they're carrying heavy burdens. And that word burden, it actually carries a, a picture. It's a, it's a heavy weight that's uh, attached to you. It's a picture of someone like Liu Kui Lan. It's a picture of someone like her carrying a weight that is so heavy that it seems to be crushing them and pulling them down to a, a very low place. It, it's, a, it's a heavy weight that, that is so heavy don't miss this here. It's so heavy that it can take any person, I don't care who you are, God's people, it doesn't matter who you are, that weight can be so heavy in your life, it can take you down the wrong path emotionally and mentally and physically and spiritually. It's a heavy weight that feels like it's crushing you. And Paul was saying here in Galatians that brothers and sisters in the family of God can actually walk around weighed down by the cares of this world. I mean, come on, church. We can all find ourselves weighed down by the cares of this world at times. Uh, we can find ourselves weighed down by just the responsibilities that we wake up and carry every day in our life. Everybody has different responsibilities, but those responsibilities, man, it seems like they come and more come with them, and they can, they can weigh you down. We can be weighed down by, by the stress that's in our life. We can be weighed down by our fears. We can be weighed down by our own failures, our own insecurities. We can be weighed down with our own kind of troubles, all kinds of troubles, actually. We can be weighed down by, by hurts and wounds from things that we have experienced 
in the past. We can be weighed down with discouragement and depression. We can be weighed down with brokenness. We can be weighed down with sickness. The point is, God's people can find themselves weighed down with a weight so heavy that they feel crushed and they don't see a way forward with Christ. And they're stuck and they're unable to move. We all can find ourselves in those places, weighed down. And if we're honest today and we just say, you know what, let's admit a few things here. We can all say that we have experienced those heavy crushing weights in our life before. Has anybody ever had those heavy uh, crushing burdens in your life? We all know how heavy uh, life can be at times, how hard life can be at times. Think about it. Things happen. Things happen. Events happen. And they make us feel like that we're being crushed on the inside. Burdens can come in life that make us feel like we're losing our mind. Can I get a witness? I mean, we carry some heavy burdens. I think about what some of you are carrying the weight of the burdens in your life right now, what you're carrying. Some of you, I mean... I would never divulge names or anything like that, but just to know that what some of you are walking through now, the burden for your children to be saved, to be set free, to be in the will of God. I know some of you, that is on your heart so heavy right now for change to come off of their life, for them to be set free from addictions off of their life. Some of you have been burdened by, by, for your husband or for your wife or for family members that are at a low place in their life. You're carrying that burden. Some of you are carrying the burdens of sickness in your own life. I think about people that I've talked to and, and, and they've been told by the doctors that, that cancer has come back and, or maybe they've seen progress in healing but now there's been some setbacks in their life. Those burdens there, those setbacks, and I have seen them, and the setbacks, the sickness, and even the suicides that we're seeing here in our own community all around us. And, and the results of not only that, but also the results of the people that are, that are willfully walking in sin and seeing the results that's happened in their life, that they've rejected God and, and now they're on a path of destruction. And it puts a burden on your heart. Even people that used to be in church that at one time, they had their hands up praising God. They were on fire for the Lord, but now they've gone down a different path and they've got burdens in their life that have moved them to another place. People all around us are carrying the crushing weight of their burdens. Now don't miss this because we acknowledge that we all have burdens. We all have burdens that we carry heavy things that feel like they've crushed us. But Paul, if you were to keep reading in Ephesians 6 and, and even before what I read to you today, Paul would tell us this right here. He would remind you that God's people are, are not called to live and walk in the flesh because here's what happens. If you live and walk in the flesh, then you're going to live a life that is a self-centered life. And it's always going to be about you. It's always going to be about you. Woe is me. Woe is me. You ever been in a conversation talking to somebody and you try to open up and talk to them and next thing you know, it's completely flipped and it's all about them the whole way out? Don't look at nobody. (laughs) 
God's word, Paul tells us here in this letter, he says that we're not to walk and live in the flesh, but in fact, we're to, we're to live and walk in the Holy Spirit. We're to, he says we're to live by the Spirit. What does that mean? It means to be controlled by the Spirit. You see, a life that is controlled by the Holy Spirit is going to reflect the heart of Jesus Christ. Let me say it again. A life that is under the control of the Holy Spirit, is going to have, that life is going to have a heart that reflects Jesus Christ. And that heart will be motivated and moved not to be focused on self, but looking for somebody that has a burden in their life and being willing to come alongside of them and help them carry that burden. Especially those in the family of God. God's family, God is family. God's not heavy. God's people are not heavy, they're family. And the question is this morning is what do we do? Let me ask you this, what do we do what do we do when we see a brother or sister weighed down and crushed by life's burdens? What do we do? What do we do? God's word says that we should uh, imitate God to them. We should restore those people gently. And if we live by the spirit and control by the spirit, we should help carry that person's burdens Listen, every follower of Jesus Christ should be helping to carry someone's burdens. That word carry means to, to bear or, or to lift. It means to lift another person's that's in a burden, that has a burden in their life, lift them in a helpful way despite the heaviness and the heartache in their life. Paul was saying that brothers and sisters in Christ how many of you know that we can get knocked off course sometimes? You get knocked off course and, you, and it happens because we have these burdens that can easily weigh us down and it can cause a heaviness, it can cause a heartache, it can cause a, a headache. And, and the church, we, the church, every follower of Jesus Christ, we must be ready to respond with the heart of Christ so we can helpfully get that person and get them back up and help them get back on the right path moving forward with Jesus Christ. Come on. So what kind of heart does it take to carry someone's burden? Amen. She took my sermon right there. I said, what kind of heart? And she said, Jesus. We need the heart of Jesus. We need the heart of Jesus to be able to carry the burdens of those that feel weighed down and crushed in life. Man, isn't that a great prayer? We want to pray that today. God, give us your heart. Give us your heart. So what kind of heart did Christ have? What kind of heart did Christ have? This is really where God grabbed me just a few days ago, and I'll explain why in a minute. Jesus had a humble heart. Jesus had a humble heart. We need a humble heart. If you're going to help carry someone else's burden in their life that feels crushed, we need a humble heart like the heart of Jesus. Jesus actually described his heart in Matthew 11, and he said this about his own heart. He says, my heart is meek and lowly. He had a humble heart. Jesus described his own heart as a humble heart. In Philippians 2, the Bible says that Jesus humbled himself in obedience to death, even death on a cross. He humbled himself. He humbled himself in obedience to death, even death on the cross. Aren't you thankful that he humbled himself? 
And we must be willing to humble our hearts like the heart of Christ. I love the Passion Translation of Galatians 6 because in the Passion Translation of Galatians 6 of what I read to you today, Paul tells those followers of Christ, he says, you know what? You gotta be willing to do when somebody's carrying a burden in their life, you know what you need to do? You gotta stoop down. Stoop down and carry the troubles of others. Stoop down and he says, stoop down and carry the troubles of others. You see, to stoop down, that means you got to get low. In other words, to help people who are down in life, you got to get right down with them and get low, right in that place where they're at. Paul said, if someone's carrying a burden, the only way you can help is to get down there and stoop down low so you can get under that weight and help pick that load up and help carry it for them. We got to be willing to stoop down. A humble heart will stoop down. You know what that is? A humble heart will stoop down because the focus is not on us, but the focus is on that person that's carrying the burden. And we have a church full of people all around us that are walking around with a crushing weight upon them and they need help. And a humble heart will be willing to get low and stoop down and get right in the middle of their mess and lift them up with encouragement lift them up with hope lift them up and let them know you're not in this thing alone I'm right there with you God help us as a church to be willing to stoop down and get low uh, with those that are weighed down so we can help lift them back up God help us to have that kind of heart a humble heart a humble heart listen think about this we all need each other that's why the word of God says forsake not the assembly of God's people because we need each other. There's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. I give people the illustration all the time about, you know, it, it reminds me when you're, when you're grilling out and you put those coals up there and you light them coals. When they're all together, boy, they'll get red, get hot. But you pull one to the side and set it over here by itself and it's going to die out quickly. And we need to make sure we're together, on fire together, encouraging one another. Stoop down. Hallelujah. The truth is we all need each other, and the truth is we all have issues. Look to your neighbor and say, you got issues. Don't say amen. Lord, have mercy. We might better go ahead and pray now. We, we all have our issues. The truth is we all have our burdens to carry. He says, don't think you're something when you're nothing. The fact is we're, we're no better than anyone else. And I've heard a lot of chatter in different places. Let me just tell you this right here. Don't say you'll never not do something. Because you never know what you might do if you get under enough weight and get crushed so heavy. Paul said, never get tired of doing good, especially to God's people. You know why? Because God's people are not heavy, they're family. And God help us, listen, God help us to not stand by and do nothing, but God help us to stoop down and do something that'll be a blessing to somebody that's carrying a weight. 
Sometimes we want to stand around and we want to just point out this and that and why they're in that situation. Well, forget about why they're in it and just stoop down where they're at and don't think you're no better than they are and just say, thank God for his grace. I'm not there right now and come alongside them and help them up in the name of Jesus. We got to have a humble heart, a humble heart to stoop low, get in the middle of their mess and we also need a hearing heart a hearing heart Jesus took time to listen to people he took time to listen to people especially those who were who were uh, carrying heavy burdens in their life he, he took time to he took time to hear their stories he took time to hear about their situations and why they were uh, crushed in life Jesus took time to, to hear people and in John chapter 4 he took time to hear the woman that was at the well and to hear her story in, in Mark 9 Jesus took time to hear a father at the, at the foot of a mountain who uh, had a son that was possessed by a demon Jesus took time in Luke 24 to walk down a path with two of his disciples on the road to Emmaus and to hear their heart and to know where they, how, how broken they were because of what happened. Jesus took time to hear people. God help us. Listen to me, please. God help us to take time to hear people. To, to take time to hear their story and to hear their situation. One, one way you can help carry a person's burden is to be a listener. To be a listener. Hello? One way you can help carry somebody's burden is just be a listener. In fact, the Bible says to be slow to speak and to be quick to what? Listen. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. See, sometimes we get that backwards. We want to hurry up and speak and we don't have time to listen. God help us to be slow to speak and quick to listen. Don't think that when somebody's speaking to you that you gotta be thinking in your mind, what am I gonna respond back to them while they're talking? No, you know what? Just dial in and hear that person. Just hear their heart. You don't have to respond with the answer. In fact, you don't have to respond with anything. Just be there and listen. Just be there to hear them. There's some things in this life that there's not going to be an answer to. Just be there for people when they open up and share. There's nothing greater, I can tell you right now, nothing greater than having somebody that will just listen to you. We also have to have a hugging heart. Our day and time now, everybody kind of frowns upon hugging. But you know what? Jesus took time to hug people, especially those that were weighed down in life. If you read in Mark 10, just like that little girl came and gave me a hug today, Jesus welcomed those kids up into his lap and he hugged on them and he blessed them. Jesus hugged people. He, he hugged uh, the sick and he hugged the suffering. If you were to look in your Bible, you don't have to look now, but in Luke chapter 5, verse 13, the Bible says that, that this man with leprosy, he came to Jesus and Jesus touched him and healed him. 
Now, if you study that word touch, it's not like he just touched him like that right there. It's actually Jesus went up to him and he actually pulled him in and embraced, he, he hugged him. A man with leprosy. I wonder when the last time that man was even touched because he had leprosy. But Jesus took that man in and touched him. He pulled him in and embraced him. He hugged him. Jesus had a heart to hug people. And we see this heart illustrated in Luke chapter 15 with the story of the prodigal son. It's the heart of Christ that we see there when this father sees his son from a distance coming back home and the Bible says that the father moved with love and compassion he takes off running and what does he do when he gets to his son he hugs him he hugs him and he kisses him and that's a picture of the heart of Jesus Christ listen to me having a humble heart that's powerful getting low into a place where other people are at that's powerful hearing people is powerful but let me tell you something, friend. Hugging someone, that's powerful too. That is powerful too. And I have had some hugs over the last few weeks. But I'm telling you, my wife has hugged on me over the last few weeks, especially when our church was devastated with the news of Pastor Doug passing away. She hugged on me. But let me tell you, that Monday night when I got home and I walked into my house and my son Caden and my son Lucas they grabbed their daddy and they pulled me in and they just began to hug and hug on me. And then Lucas let go and Caden got me in the bear hug and just hugged me and hugged me and hugged me. And I just broke down because there's something powerful when somebody hugs you. But when your son grabs you and he hugs you and tells you he loves you and God is with you, friend, it'll just do something for your heart and it'll do something for your soul. Hugs are powerful. When somebody hugs you, you feel the love of Christ. When you feel the nearness of their presence, a hug reflects the love of Jesus Christ. When, when somebody's crushed with a weight and, and we respond with uh, a hug, what we're doing is fulfilling the law of Christ, like Paul said, and that is Christ is love. The Bible says in Galatians 5.14, Paul says the law is summed up in a single command, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know you're my disciples if you love one another. God help us to respond with hugs of love and compassion when other believers are weighed down in life. God help us to respond with a hug and not hate. God help us to respond with a hug and not a hurt or not a hit back. Help us to respond with a hug and not harass somebody that's already weighed down in life. You don't need to beat them down. They're already down. How many of you want to reflect the heart of Jesus Christ? Then we need to have a hugging heart. And the last thing I want to tell you here before we close is we need a helping heart. Jesus took time to help people, especially those who were suffering in life. Jesus, he helped the poor, he helped the outcast, he helped the broken, he helped the bound, he helped the confused. He took time to hear them, he took time to hug them, and he also took time to help them. You see, Jesus was all about helping people. 
It's one thing to hu- uh, hear them and it's one thing to hug them, but how about we take it another step and let's help them? And Jesus was willing to help people. In fact, he helped feed the hungry. He helped feed the hungry. He helped care for the widows. He helped by teaching. He helped by preaching. He helped people by delivering them and healing them and forgiving them. And Jesus helped people by praying for them. And I say, Lord, give us the heart of Christ to help somebody that's crushed. Help us, God, to be able to help them in whatever's weighing them down in life. Jesus said these words here in Matthew 25. He said, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when, when did we see you a stranger invite you in and, or needing clothes or, and clothe you? And when, when did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? And then the king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for, the, for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you, you did it for me. God's people are not heavy. They're family. Can can I tell you that that heart of Christ was reflected through Pastor Doug Bartlett because he inspired me to be able to share those with you today. You put that picture up right here for me. Pastor Doug Bartlett had the heart of Christ. He had the heart of Christ. He, he, he humbled himself. He would stoop down and get low and get right in the middle of a situation or mess that you may have been in. I know many times for our own family, he was always there for us at some of the lowest places in our life. He was also somebody that would hear you, be willing to listen to you in the troubles that you were going through. He was also somebody that would hug you. He would hug you. Sometimes it would be a hug. It would be a, a, a hug of prayer, and sometimes it would be a hug of, you got this, you better keep going. And he was always willing to help. Maybe a help of giving a word of knowledge, giving wisdom to you. But I can see him right now, those hugs that he would give. Mike, come up here a minute. I want to make sure everybody knows what a proper hug is. I'm not going to hug you like my son hugged me. (laughs) Pastor Doug, it was a handshake hug. It'd be a handshake hug. It'd start off like this right here. And there might be a prayer with it. There might be some encouragement in it to let you know you got this. But there was a touch. There was a touch. He would put your hand on you and let you know you got it. And we need to make sure that we're hugging one another, encouraging one another, hearing one another, helping one another. Thank you, brother. (laughs) I love you too. Appreciate you, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yesterday was his birthday. He celebrated in heaven. And we praise the Lord for a man that had a heart of Christ.
And I pray, listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now, please, make it your prayer that you would just be willing to humble yourself and that you would be willing to hear people and you'd be willing to hug them and you'd be willing to help them no matter who they are and no matter what they're going through because you can find yourself there real soon and real quick and I pray God would give this church the heart of Christ every single one of us brother if you want to come I wonder this morning we're about to close the service here in just a moment I'm going to ask some of you to come and bring your burdens to the altar some, some of you are like that mother in Taiwan you've been walking around for 30 years and you're carrying a weight on you that feels like it's crushing you and you need the Lord to to help you today you, you need God to strengthen you today you need this burden to go some of you are here today and those burdens have you so crushed on the inside some of you are crushed emotionally and I'm not going to stand up here and pretend I'm not just crushed And that's where many of you are right now. You're physically, you're crushed. Mentally, you're crushed. Emotionally, you're crushed. Spiritually, your whole world's been rocked. But I think of that song, Burdens Are Lifted at Calvary. He can lift the burden off of you. Jesus is the only one that can do it. And don't think today that you're heavy. You know today that you're family. And there's people here that want to come alongside of you and pray with you. And you may have walked in today, you may be watching through the live stream, and you and listen, you're carrying the burden of sin. And sin, listen, it has rocked you. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And friend, that burden of sin can be lifted off of you today through the blood of Jesus Christ. You can come to the cross today. You can say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Give me new life. I'm here to surrender to you. You don't have to continue to allow sin to be your master. You can be an instrument of righteousness for the glory of God. And you can walk in the power of God and you today can start a new, a new beginning, a follower of Christ where the old has passed away and everything becomes new. So I want to invite all of you right now, every one of you, very reverently, I want you to stand with me right now, please. We're going to make this real easy for everybody. Maybe you're here this morning and you've drifted off course. You've drifted off course for whatever reason. The, the weight has pushed you off course. The burdens has pulled you down. And, and you're mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you just feel like you, you need God to help you. You need the Lord to pick you up and renew a steadfast spirit within you. 
Don't be ashamed of that. Don't be ashamed if that's where you are. If you're here today and you need Jesus to be your Savior, don't be ashamed. Thank God that he's had mercy and he brought you here today and right now is an opportunity to you. Today is, today is the day of salvation. You can be saved today. And, and nobody here, everybody's here out of a loving heart that we want to see your life changed and transformed. So here's what we're going to do right now in this very moment. If you're here today and, and you need to be saved or maybe you want to rededicate your life to the Lord or listen, if you're here today and you're carrying a burden in your life right now, I don't care how small, how big it is, right now as they begin to sing this song, I want you to step out and come to the altar right now. I want you to obey the Lord right now. Go. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. I have a burden. I'm giving it to the Lord today. I want you to bring that burden to the Lord. Bring it to the Lord. Come on. Come on, I'm bringing that loved one. I got a loved one that's carrying a burden today and I want them to be set free. I want them to find freedom in Jesus Christ today. I'm bringing the burden to the Lord today. I'm bringing it to the Lord today. Come on, find your way around the altar right now.